I just think men not liking Taylor Swift is giving misogyny. You know what I mean? Like, why do you not like the most popular woman in the world? It's it's a Joe Rogan ass opinion. I don't know. It's just how I feel. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Spice Rack Pod. Today's book, The Playlist by Morgan Elizabeth, uh, pulled at the heartstrings of our Taylor Swift loving hearts. But before we get into it, Sav, how are you doing? I'm good. We have so much to talk about because we did not, not only did we not record the podcast, we like didn't really talk that much last week because we're just in a busy season of life. So we have a ton of things that we have to discuss before we get started. First of all, I love this book. I am still in my reading slump. I don't want to talk about it. I I cannot find joy in cracking a book or opening my Kindle if I tried. Yeah, I've been so busy. I've literally, it goes, I think I've only read like 20 books this year. I mean, I've still read a lot. I'm just like, ugh, not into it. I think it's because I'm watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I am on season seven of Game of Thrones. We have watched 70 episodes of TV in like three weeks. <laughs> okay, let's get into our discussion recap. Wait, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just cannot wait. I have two more weeks till the semester is over and I just very, very excited and just can't wait. She's going to be a doctor so soon. soon but other than that I'm ready to be a summer gal and just read and just be a summer gal I'm ready to frolic that's what I I want to frolic I want to read on the beach I want to be carefree worry free like one of my favorite feelings in the world is like laying outside in the sun and just feeling like the sun on my belly Mm. that is one of my favorite feelings in the whole entire world I love feeling like I'm baking a little, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. a little bit of a bake. Like you got some Crisco on you. Mm, nothing better. But other than that, that's where I'm at. Okay. Let's get into our discussion topics for the day. As you, Okay. So first of all, we would like to preface the reason that we're doing the playlist before we see Taylor Swift is because I have been very strict on not wanting to have any part of this concert ruined or like spoiled for me so we're not gonna do the swifty episode after we've seen it in case other people feel that way however there will be a lot of taylor swift references in this episode so if you don't like taylor swift that's fine we don't care just you know give us five stars and go about your merry way (laughs) like you don't have to listen to this and you don't have to enjoy it Some people love Taylor Swift. We are some of those people. So just like, whatever. We don't care. (laughs) Our outfits are ready. And we're ready to roll. But we are ready to freaking rumble. Okay. Number one on our discussion topic. Taylor and Joe have broken up. Taylor Swift and Joe Helwin have broken up. I've been in denial for so long, but the fact that at this point she has not denied it just means that it actually is true. She hasn't denied it and she's been spotted in public 
twice by herself by herself looking fantastic fantastic i've been seeing some of the concert pictures she looks amazing literally like never looked better she's glowing all right i i have fallen into the tiktok rabbit hole about this and some of the theories that i think are true i'm really sticking to one that Midnight's is a breakup album. Like they've been yes. broken up for a long time, and actually, Midnight's was her breakup album. I think so too, because like you can tell when Taylor was like in peak love mm-hmm. by like her songs and stuff. And Midnight did not give us peak Taylor in love. No, Lover did right when yeah. she and Joe yeah. were like in the Reputation like yeah. hideaway bubble and in the COVID bubble she was so in love but I think that I think that Midnight's but I don't think we're gonna get breakup albums the way that we got breakup albums when she was breaking up with John and Jake Gyllenhaal like we are never gonna I don't get think it. we're going yeah no she's not gonna put people on blast like that to that level anymore ever again I don't think no no but I do hope we get something I want Speak Now re-recorded so bad if I had the option to win $30,000 or immediately get speak now re-recorded I would pick to get speak now re-recorded I'm surprised that we haven't gotten speak now recorded but I know Taylor Taylor girl does her ways she is she's so nautical I'm just surprised that we haven't gotten it same okay while I pull up my next discussion topic, I would, Emily doesn't watch Love is Blind. Seth doesn't watch, no. nobody in my life watches Love is Blind. Seth and I have been walking, we're doing 75 soft and Seth and I have been walking the dogs every afternoon and we're having walk talks. Like we'll save things during the day so that we have stuff to talk about on our two mile walk. So yesterday I went on a full 25 minute rant about Love is Blind and he doesn't watch it. So he just had to stand there and listen to me. let me clear my throat because I'm so angry (laughs) this show is so bad and the reunion was supposed to be on Sunday night and it was going to be live Netflix obviously fucked that up because Netflix doesn't do live events of course and so people sat there waiting not everybody could get in and then when they went to post it after it wasn't available until noon pacific time so 3 p.m yesterday I roll out to watch this reunion Vanessa Lachey so it's Nick and Vanessa Lachey you know Nick Lachey cheated on Jessica Simpson with Vanessa yes okay well he's eating his words because she was first of all so opinionated and I feel like if you're gonna host a tv show with drama like an Andy Cohen isn't really biased like even with all of the shit with Tom Sandoval and Ariana and like Raquel he hasn't been biased Vanessa Lachey was dick riding the women so hard and like really coming for the men and it was like so uncomfortable she asked everybody when they were gonna have kids and like these people together for a year and it's like who's doing that in 2023 like what the fuck what if they were trying to have kids and now they have infertility issues like fuck off Vanessa no we're done we're done asking people when they're having we're done doing that and then the other thing that really pissed me off is that the like main villain there were two main villains of the season one girl was just like a major bitch and like 
I honestly am feeling a little bad for her because I know that the internet is like a really dark place and her Instagram comments are still turned off, which shows that like, I mean, People I'm sure going she's at her. getting, yeah. And like, she deserves some hate, but I don't think, I don't know. I just, she's like, gotta be getting death threats. And like yesterday on the reunion, when she was trying to talk, Vanessa kept cutting her off and her voice was like really shaky. Like you could tell that she was really uncomfortable and like probably really nervous. And she like, didn't really get the chance to apologize because she kept getting cut off. So I didn't like that. Yeah. Second villain who literally cheated on one of the guys and all these text threads are going around that have been leaked from her friends of her calling him like gay and like all these like kind of homophobic things. He was just like a really sweet He was sensitive, but, like, he wasn't, like, I don't know. She was saying that he wasn't manly enough and, like, calling him soft and all this bullshit and, like, these homophobic comments. She doesn't even have to show up to the reunion. Vanessa Lachey does this, like, Zoom interview with her and, like, giggles and laughs and, like, rides her dick. Doesn't make her answer a single hard question. And then the in-person reunion is grilling the guy. So I'm just like, no. How is that fair? It's literally not fair. Like, if you were on a fucking TV show, you do not get to get out of the reunion. That is where I'm at. No. Okay, so that's my small love is blind rant. I Vanessa Lachey has had a rough couple of days. We're recording this on Tuesday. The tweets have been top tier. (laughs) Like, I've been living for the tweets. And I don't feel bad for her. I don't. I feel like she has always been a bitch. Yeah. Like, I feel like people have never liked her. Well, I don't like her now. She's cut. Okay, I have two things on my rant of the... Not even rant. I have one rant and one, like, good news. One, because I am a sucker for the TikTok influencers, Alexis mm-hmm. Earl, Zandra. This is my thing. And they're not one, they're not, they're not the influencers I'm talking about. If I get a free trip to Coachella, everything paid for, I'm not bitching about it because it goes to Coachella act like it is like the worst thing. Like, okay, don't drink 50 drinks one day. And then, and like, sorry, you drink 50 drinks all day. You got too dehydrated. But like, why is everybody who always goes to Coachella bitch about going to Coachella? I don't think Coachella, as someone who goes to music festivals, I have no desire to go to Coachella because I do not think that it's fun. And I don't think that these influencers are actually going. I think that they just like go to the brand events. They don't actually go to like the festival really. Did you hear that? that? Yeah. Those were two cats fighting. Oh my God. (laughs) Let me go check. Let's go check on their welfare. (laughs) Hey, fucker. That was bad. Has the cat fight ended? I, I don't know where they are, but that okay. was bad. Who are you specifically talking about? Are you talking about Alex Earl? No. So there's just like uh, like some influencers, like the pop of my free page. But like, I think Coachella has changed from the days when like Vanessa Hudgens would go to Coachella. She the was Coachella like the queen, queen. Of, Coach- <laughs> yeah. of Coachella. And she never complained about Coachella. So I'm just like... I don't know. It just gets me. The thing about Coachella that's getting me right now is the whole Frank Ocean of it all. Like, yes. What the fuck was that? 
I don't, apparently, like, wasn't this supposed to be his, like, mega return? Yes, and he had this ice skating rink that he was going to do, canceled it right before. His set was delayed an hour, and then he, like, was weirdly off stage pretty much the whole time. People couldn't see him, and then he had his security guard twerk for 15 minutes. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck happened? We think that Frank Ocean is done being Frank Ocean. I'm just like, here's the deal. Apparently, he's struggling with his mental health because he lost his brother. I don't know how recently. Aww. And that is valid. That's but completely valid. I think that if you knew that you were not going to be able to perform, you should have pulled out because then they could yeah. have like had a replace. I think it's better to get replaced and like not do a show than to like do something really bad. And then- what I feel what I feel bad about, and it's the same thing about the people complaining. It's like they're like the influencers, like people save up for like yes. years to be able to go to Coachella. Yeah. Like for some people, that is their one bucket list, like thing that they want to do in their life is go to Coachella. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I feel bad for those people. Yeah. People like camped out all day to wait yeah. to be at the rail for frank ocean and like missed other sets and i don't know it just really bums me out are you guys going to bonnery this year we are not we're going to hang out though that will be fun i have i've reached the age where i don't think i can camp anymore it's just too much to like set everything up it's hot you don't get to shower like you're just it's not comfortable and so i'm just like done camping but hang out you get to like like we're staying in a condo and you can like go home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could Bonnaroo. I don't think I ever could have Bonnarooed. Bonnarooing at age 19 and Bonnarooing at age 26 are very different experiences. I just don't know. My hips would have failed. But next on my agenda is the boyfriend and I are planning so he just, he came, he went to Italy guys. And he was like, I got something for Sav. I was like, oh, like that's really sweet. What did he get? He got her <laughs> penis shaped pastas because <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> so I need to give you those when I see you. Um, but we're scheduling to meet like parents and stuff. And um, I'm meeting his family on Friday, aunt, uncle, some of his like younger cousins going for it and then he's meeting my parents on the 11th I have no idea yet where I'm gonna like plan to have like dinner with that but I'm gonna go buy a dress on Thursday for it because it's also like Friday night candles it's like the thing like Jewish people do it's like to mark like the beginning of the Sabbath so like we're also gonna be lighting like candles and stuff do you do this every Friday or is this like a special situation some people do it every Friday's um, I know that like his family, they might do it like once a month. Okay. So okay. Um, I don't have any like Friday night candle meet the parent dresses. Mm. So okay, so we're going to the store. Day. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> so my mom seen... is so happy taking me to like dress shopping. Like my mom is like through the roof happy. So. Oh my god, because she's like so excited. I love this for yeah. you. Yeah, the wedding has been planned in her head. <laughs> Please, none of my friends are getting married. And I'm honestly so butthurt by it. Like all these people are going on bachelorette parties and like y'all are going to be asking me to go to bachelorette parties when I'm 30. And like my body is not going to bounce back the way that it's bouncing back now. Well, you know I'm what I mean? I'm hoping that I'll have mine before 30. 
Okay. Manifestation. <laughs> um, have you seen out? Do you watch Call Her Daddy ever or like see the clips from it? Sometimes I do, but I haven't listened to her. Like I watched her Kelsey Ballerini like song, like video, but I haven't really watched that much of hers. Okay. Well, she was talking to Lil Dicky this week and basically went on this thing about how she's dating a Jewish guy and she wishes she would have never not dated Jewish men. That's like the whole thing about Jewish men is how good they treat their girlfriends and wives. They do. So yeah, I'm loving this really well vicariously as long as I get presents <laughs> it's dick-shaped pasta like as long as I continue to get presents out of this situation I'm good with it <laughs> it's a big difference than dating frat boys in college I can tell you that mm, yep that's quite a leap <laughs> quite the leap all right my next thing on our list of discussion topics have you seen this fucking song yeah. that Russ made for book talk <laughs> It's funnier because it's him. I think he's so icky. Um, anyways, this rapper person, Russ, he has that song Handsomer, which is like not a good song, but like people blew it up. Um, made this song for thirsty bitches on TikTok who are specifically book talk girlies. I'm gonna read a couple of excerpts. This is so funny. He's like holding the books, he has the books. Yeah, because he was reading Akatar, I think is how it started. My question is, do you think we can play it or are we going to get copyrighted? I think we can play it. Okay. Basically, he's saying, like, I want you to get nasty. And that's the name of the song is Nasty. All right. We should leave town. Sex is better overseas. Both your hands and both your knees. Crawl over. Grab a hold of me. Show me where you want to take it. Grab the headboard. Hold on tight. I think we've got to break it. She wants more. She asks, what's her reward for being patient? Don't just undress me with your eyes. Use your hands. Let your mouth glide. Yeah, I want you to get nasty. <laughs> Let me see if I can play it. It was just so random because one of um, my friends, Ansley, sent it to me. And I was like, no way. That is like Russ. At one point, like, I'm, not, I'm not playing that in my car. This is my, like, who's playing this and what are we playing it for? Because are you playing this while you're having sex? I don't want to, I would not want to listen to that while I'm having sex. No, this is almost on the level of the guy that played the. (laughs) I don't really like, like music to be on when I'm having sex. Oh, you should get into that. Add that to the list. Add that to the list. And so we have like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Since we're making game plans. <laughs> okay, I think that that's all of my topics. Okay. We've had much to discuss. <laughs> so we kind of hinted that reading is just a struggle for both of us at the moment. It's just not happening for me. I don't know. I just like don't, it's not bringing me joy. And I don't know if it's the books that we've been reading or that I read such good books. And then I read such bad books that I just like don't want to suffer through the bad books. Are you going to read My Dark Romeo again? (laughs) I've really thought about it. (laughs) Well, like I'm quitting my job on Wednesday, right? So Thursday and Friday, my plan was to just go to the beach. 
And I'm like, and you love to be treed. I love to be treed. So I'm not sure if I should just like go to Barnes and Noble and see what it has in store for me. If I should reread my dark Romeo. I don't know. Have you thought about maybe doing like a blind date with a book? But here's the thing. And maybe I should read a book where people don't fuck because I'm like, if I do this blind date with a book and it's like a fucking YA thriller, I'm going to He's so mad. <laughs> um, all I read was the playlist. I, you know, really- I finished Thorn Princess. I finished Thorn Princess. Oh, what were your thoughts? Not my favorite LJ book. Yeah, same. Not my favorite LJ book. It kind of reminded me. Um, did you ever read the Sinners of Saints duet by Sophie Lark? It I read the like first all- one. Yeah, I read the first one, not the second one. But it kind of reminded me of, like, that. Like, that much, like, enemies to, like, lovers. But her new book is coming out at the end of the month. The one that goes after Ruthless Rival. So, Fallen Foe. So, mm. I wanted to read R- Finished Thorn Princess before Fallen Foe came out. But I think when the summer starts, my five that I'm going to automatically start, Chantel's the sacrifice came the last one of the lord's trilogy did it come early were you expecting it to be out this early so i did not expect it but this i think so she's one of the authors where her stuff comes out on kindle first Mm. but this is a book i want to read hard copy and i have like the other two hard copies so that is on the list i want to finish the last three books i have for the monsters and news series so we did promises and pomegranates so that's four and then the we read um like the Eden's book the yeah. new one about one of the sisters came out and like they get like married in Vegas and like they don't remember and I just think that would be like a like a fun read so speaking, that's my list speaking of people getting married in Vegas Aaron Hawkins new book comes out on the 28th and I got an arc of yeah, it and Jordan. so I am doing my very best to get through it to review it before it comes out um it is about a male review dancer in Vegas and someone who's on a trip to Vegas and they get married. So I'm like 25. Per- it's it's not on Aaron Hawkins at all. I love her writing. I love her reading. Like I love reading her books. I'm just not into it, but it, again, it's a me problem. It's not a her problem, but I'm hoping to have it done and reviewed before it comes out. So I can like, you know, when you get an arc, that's what you have to do. <laughs> I would love to Bachelorette in Vegas. Oh my God, I've never been to Vegas, so that's great. But I just feel like it'd be an arm and a leg. I just think it'll be so expensive. Yeah, but you'll be older, so we'll have money to do those things. That is true. Like when I got married as a child bride, no one could afford to do anything because I was a child and we were all children. Now, if you get married, if you want to Bachelorette in Vegas, I can actually afford to do that. Great plan. Every, it kills me every time you say child bride. But my grandma told me on my wedding day that I was a child bride. So that's about it. Should we get into the book? We should. So I did not realize that this is the same author that wrote Tis the Season for Revenge, but it makes sense. It makes so much sense. So Morgan is a born and raised Jersey girl. She's addicted to ice espresso, barbecue chips, and starburst jelly beans. She usually has headphones on listening to some spicy audiobook or Taylor Swift. There is rarely an in-between. Books by Morgan include Tis the Season for Revenge, which we're huge fans of, 
the Springbrook Hill series and the mastermind duet. And today we'll be talking about the playlist, which is book five of the Springbrook Hills series and all the Taylor Swift references. It follows Zoe and Xander, very cute. So I really enjoyed it. And the dedication is to the Swifties who found themselves somewhere between the bridge and the chorus and let that shape how they see love and life long live. Such a good dedication. Long live is probably my favorite. Like thinking about long live That's makes me want to tear up. If she plays at her concert, I'm done for. If I'm she hasn't for. played it. Okay, so this is what I've learned is that it could be a secret song. If it's our yeah. secret song, I'm, done will, I'm on the floor. I will be deceased on the yeah. floor. I have tears in my eyes just thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into this week's plot review. So what would you do if you figured out at 30 that none of your childhood dreams have come true? Sure, you've got a good job and a decent apartment, but nothing in your life fills you with joy. When Zoe finds a box of childhood keepsakes, including all the things she thought her life would look like at 10, she loses it, quits her job, dumps her boyfriend, and leaves the city to come back home for a while. Being home means that she is back to being close to her best friend and her best friend's older brother, Xander, who she's had a crush on her whole life. Everyone in Zoe and Xander's life knows that they are meant to be together, literally, except for Zoe. So he decides to take her on a road trip to help her see the truth. Along the way, he checks things off her list that 10-year-old and 30-year-old Zoe have been waiting for for a long time and eventually lead them straight to a happily ever after. This book was full of Taylor Swift references, swoon, and learning to love yourself again. So I gave this four stars. It was all the warm and fuzzies. The Taylor Swift references pulled at the heartstring. It was very Taylor Swift-centric, but I feel like all the references flowed. Like the fuck the patriarchy keychain. Like it wasn't just like awkward references. I think that Zoe, I liked that Zoe was an older character because nearing your 30s and having a midlife crisis is very relatable. As like, I'm only four years away from 30 and like I could like, that's very relatable to just be like, whoa, but I do like how even at 30, like you can still restart. Like your life is not over at 30. And so I like that she wasn't an older character. She wasn't like 21. Um, I think it's so funny how her dad was like, basically cut the shit, get together. He was like, you have the week off. Like he was like, like, let's go. And I think it was just funny how everybody just did not let Zoe have a say. And they're like, we got to do this for you. And I really liked how Xander handled Zoe's type A. Like, I think he like handled that in a really respectful manner. And he tried to take, control like very slowly like even down to like eating junk food in the car on the first day and like not sitting down so I think that he handled it really well because it was something that Zoe like said like it's gotten worse and so I think he just handled that really well so some of my favorite quotes I remember everything that has to do with you Zoe I think that this is one of the hottest thing a man can say because men have the attention span of a peanut and memory of a peanut told that to Alex the other day and so I think that is just really sweet. Um, go to sleep, baby. Goodbye. Like, goodbye. And then they are watching the sunrise. And she says how beautiful it is. And he says, yeah, it is. But he's looking at her. I was done. And it was like three chapters into the book. And this is what really got me. The first time I fell in love with Zoe, she was scream singing a Taylor Swift song in my parents' living room while my sister Luna laughed at her. At least I think that's the first time it's happened so many times now. 
I agree with everything that you said because he was really respectful about handling her type A and like pushing her, but not in a way that would like turn her off or make her uncomfortable. And I, he could like, he was so in tune with who she was that he could tell when he was like hitting his limit and then he would back down. Yeah. And like, he wasn't trying to change her. He was just trying to, like, she said that she wanted a more better life that wasn't so controlled. And so he just would do anything to give her that. Yeah. I think I'm in love with Xander. Like, I'm going to be honest. He was just really in tune to what she needed. And just like he did everything right. Like he didn't fuck up really a single time in this book. And even if he did like say something wrong, I was like, all right, like I get that. Like you're allowed to like say the not perfect thing once in a while. So he just like didn't fuck up. And so I'm just in love with him. Also, I felt very called out by how much of a pain in the ass Zoe was like being stubborn, not wanting to change. I think this idea that you can be this super fun and carefree person and then feel like you have to grow up and not know like, like, how can you still be fun and carefree, but be an adult? I feel like I've struggled with that a lot. So I just really, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I obviously am not a type A person, which is kind of what Zoe became, but I recognize this concept that like, as you get older, you feel like you have to be older and being older doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't mesh with everybody in the same way. So really appreciated that. I did not realize the squeeze hand reference until like the end of the fucking book. Um, if you don't get the reference, squeeze my hand three times in the back of the taxi is from New Year's Day. And it is yeah. like one of my all-time favorite Taylor Swift songs. I don't know. It just, it really made tears come out of my eyes when I caught on to the squeeze my hand three times. So that made me cry. <laughs> the yeah, Taylor I cried multiple times. Yeah, like, it did make me tear up. Like, I was feeling emotional. The Taylor Swift references in general, I just really enjoyed. Like, I feel like there aren't a lot of books that do things like this. So I liked that it was different. Again, if you don't like Taylor Swift, that's fine. Like, this isn't the book for you. But I really enjoyed it. And I, it wasn't too much. Everything flowed together. The only thing I didn't really enjoy is the fucked in the head reference because I felt like she made it too many times, but like, that's fine. Honestly, at the end of the day, like this man just knew her. And my favorite quote is I've spent my entire life categorizing your likes and dislikes and waiting for the moment that you'd let me in. Like, he's just, I don't know the concept that he's just been in love with her his whole life. And like, waiting in the wings for her to be single and him to be single and for it to work out is just really wholesome and then also being a passenger princess and being dj is the ultimate goal like to not have to drive and to also have control of the ox cord that's all i need in life i really like what you said about not feeling adult enough or how because i think that that is a part that post-grad people don't talk enough like about you're like oh just because I'm 25, like, oh, I'm not acting adult enough. I know I have said that like multiple times, but I think that's like a very valid, like life transition. Just being like, what does like, you can still be fun and going out at 50. You don't have to be like, you don't have to be, you don't have to lose your fun just because you're not in college anymore. Yeah. And like, you can still be a fun person and like have a job and kids and a mortgage and like all the things. Yeah, I agree. As somebody who is a little bit more type A, 
I think that I don't know I'm not going to use my planner over the summer but I was just like I think that it's something that like I just know a lot of people struggle about and you can also lose friends that way yeah and I really like that she like hinted at that yeah same can't relate I'm so type b it hurts but <laughs> I like how they friendship. everything yeah. yeah and their little keepsake box I thought that was cute that was really cute it kind of reminds me of have you ever seen the movie bride wars yes oh my god their little box you're right yeah that was sweet I also liked that I feel like I should read the other books because I did enjoy this um but that Xander was like I only ever read shit about my sister like obviously I was four years older than you so at 15 I was sneaking in like y'all didn't hide this well but like I didn't invade your privacy I just read all my sister shit because it was funny he was in love before he knew it he was in love um, should we get into spice or do you have yeah other i think that's really all i have the only thing that i didn't mention i i like that we talk about morgan elizabeth did a lot of things in this book as an author that i really like number one we talk about her at 19 and how like he gave them a chance he was seeing somebody and he was like I will end it right now and he had really good intentions because she'd had this like kind of traumatic experience and the only person she wanted to call was him I don't know I just I like when like people come together and they drift apart and then they come back together yeah and I really appreciate her for including that my other thing that I really loved about this book probably my favorite thing did you read all the epilogues I did did you see her note after, cause there's like five, four or five epilogues and there's like six months later, a year and a half later, three years later. And it's because they're like growing their family. And before they start talking about kids, Morgan Elizabeth put an author's note of like, Hey, like you've already gotten the happy, we got married epilogue. And so this next one talks about children. And if that's a sensitive topic for you, cool. Like you don't have to keep reading cause you've gotten your happy ever, ever after. And like all that you needed to get out of this book and you can close it and be done with it, kind of. I just really like that. Yeah, I like how I think the conversations around like infertility are changing and like issues with like conceiving, where people are a lot more considerate about that. Like I feel like before, like people would just like not even be like considerate about the fact like it, like you could have like issues conceiving. So I really like how she was like. She gave like a, like a separate trigger warning. She yeah. was like, proceed with caution. And I like that. I thought that was like really sweet. And like, that's an author that cares about her readers. Absolutely. Vanessa Lachey could never. No. <laughs> could absolutely never. Okay. Let's talk about Spice. Two and a half peppers for me. Same. They were fucking. And Xander was bossy. They, the, another one of the cartoon covers. It'll get you every time. <laughs> I am telling you right fucking now. Take those panties off. Grab onto this fucking headboard and ride my face until you come. Has, have you ever gave like Seth a pair of your underwear? Like as a present? Yeah. Um, I, probably. The other day, my boyfriend asked. Oh. For, yeah. And I was like, that's, that's a new thing. What? Okay. 
did you ask why no so we were like fooling around in the car because both of us were at home at like he's about to like meet up and then we we're like fooling around and then he was like give me your underwear and, and I he was kept like them? and he kept them here's the, you know I don't wear underwear I haven't worn <laughs> underwear in like four years so I don't really think that this is fair because I don't partake in this activity. So it reminded me of that. You know what I like in a book? I wonder if this is what he was doing. It's also weird to, I don't want to talk. I don't know. It's weird now. I feel like I know what you've been experiencing hearing my sex life so in depth, not because it's you, but because it's him and I know him and I cannot picture y'all having, I don't know. It's just weird, but in a book, when a guy takes the underwear and then he uses it to like masturbate around yeah. it. I don't know. I'd be enjoying that. I can't picture him doing it. <laughs> I that. You, know, I'm, you know, I'm dense about that stuff. I wonder if that's what it's for. You should ask. It's 9.06 a.m. I think it's a great time to ask. We'll see. Um, on to the next quote. Now, normally you'd be a bad girl and don't listen to what I tell you to do. I'll fuck you, come on your back and make you wait until I'm ready for you again. And when you come, say my fucking name. So bossy. Your hair is gorgeous. The kind of hair a man dreams about wrapping around his fist. <laughs> and then when he finds one of her toys in the car and he tells her to use it while he drives. Goodbye. An absolute slay. VIP passenger princess. Okay, my quotes are as followed. Eyes on me, baby. Eyes on me when you touch yourself. From here on out, I control all of that. You agreed to be mine, and that means your pleasure. It's mine. Bossy. Get in the back seat. Take off your sweatpants and your panties. I'm coming back there, taking my cock out, and you're going to ride it. And then she says, my mouth, my mouth opens, and he smiles as it does, moving him my hands up and brushing his thumb across my bottom lip. She likes that, he murmurs to himself. All right, here's where I'm going to go on a small tangent because Emily and I do not love a first responder. <laughs> We've learned on this podcast, firefighters and eh, cops and eh, like they just aren't fucking. <laughs> and so if you've been here since the Ignite episode, welcome back. <laughs> here's the thing. He was a sexy detective because as he was learning things about her sexually, he'd be like, ooh, I like that. Like, he just wanted to learn shit about her. He was not a first responder in the way that we don't like. He was a first responder in the way that we do like. Hot. And he also was a praise king. He says, that's it, baby. Take me all the way down your throat. Fuck, you're good at this, aren't you? Look how pretty you look with my cock in your mouth. That, that, my friends, is how you give praise. He said good girl a couple of times, but this, like, you're so good at this. Look how pretty you look. That's all we fucking want. All we want. All we want. Just tell me how pretty I am. All the time. Constantly. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. Turn on peppers. Yeah, this is like one of those again where we're like, all we wanted to be dudes, we treated like a whore in the bedroom and a princess outside the bedroom. We should make merch that says that. (laughs) (laughs) Where would we wear it? In public, I guess. I don't know. 
We can make pajamas. Have you seen these people? I guess the like, there's like a long string of letters that like shut up and take the dick like a good girl. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? People are like putting that on t-shirts. Oh, interesting. Slay queen. Do your thing. But like, I don't know if that's what I'm going to do. I think if I was not in an academia setting, that would be different. I mean, you're right. Like, I don't think I could wear a hoodie that says good girl. Right, because you're on a college campus. We work with college students, so they would fucking know. Yeah. Not that I give a shit. I wonder if any of my students still listen to this. <laughs> I hope you're learning something. Okay, let's get into discussion questions. What is your ideal road trip? I would really love to road trip out west. Do the, like, Grand Canyon northern california washington oregon and then come back through like a montana situation like do like a fun little loop out west what about you so alex and i were talking because there's like a solar eclipse coming next year it's like the first one in like so many years and you have to be in the pathway like of the eclipse to see it and atlanta is not so i was thinking doing like the pacific coast highway Mm. so I've done like portions of it but like starting at the beginning driving up all the way to northern parts of California into Oregon and Seattle I think that is what and then like ending in Vancouver I think that would be my ideal road trip oh that would be fun and so I think that was what I would I don't really know if I'd want to do like an east coast road trip unless I like already started up north yeah, I mean, like, I've seen a lot of the East Coast, and so I, if I'm going to do, like, a road trip, I feel like I'd want to do stuff that I haven't seen. I also think the concept of doing, like, the Route 66 trip, like, basically yeah. across the middle of the country would be really fun, because I haven't seen a lot of that. Yeah, I haven't either. I think the farthest east I've gone is D.C., so I haven't okay. seen a lot of the East Coast, but I don't know if I'd want a road trip up there. And just take 95 the whole way. I do want to go to New York. I want to go to New York really bad. I think we should go together. Okay. Okay, great. (laughs) We'll plan it. You can plan it. I'll just, you know, the like (laughs) things that are like when it leaves the group chat, like you plan it. I'm just showing up to attend. We can do that for my birthday. Okay. Sounds good. I kind of want to go in the winter. I went in the winter. It was cold. It rained a lot. It wasn't like snowing, um, but it was fine. Maybe we can go spring. Maybe we can go to a show. It was less crowded because it was winter. I do not want to go in the summer. No. We could do like a fall spring. Yeah. Love that okay. for us. Perfect. All right. With all of the Taylor Swift references, I would like to either know your top three albums or your top three songs. Okay. I already have my top three songs. Oh, okay. Okay. New Year's Day, Long Live, and Mirable. No Champagne Problems? I don't know which one I would knock down for Champagne Problems. If I got a top five, I would add Champagne Problems, and then I would add Call It What You Want. Mm, a classic. If I, if I got a top five. I don't know that I can do top three songs. Long Live... New Year's Day, Marjorie, 
That's a good one. Right where you left me. There's like, there are so many at the top. Um, my top three albums. I am a folklore evermore girly. And Speak Now is number three. Coming in at a close number four is Midnight's. I do really, really like Midnight's. I think if I had to pick top three albums, I'm doing Speak Now, Red, and Evermore. We are emotional bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That was literally my issue with Midnight's was I was like, oh yeah, it's not haunting enough. It's not sad enough. True, but Karma slaps in a way that like few songs slap. I know. I've, I love um, You're On Your Own Kid. I will like listen to that show on replay. It doesn't do it for me, to be honest. Mm-mm. But Antihero yeah. and Karma make me want to pop this pussy. And that's Maroon, all that I have to say. Maroon is also a really good one on that one. Yeah. So yeah, okay. lots of T-Swift references. I feel like we should post a graphic on Instagram for people or like on the stories for people to say what their faves yeah, are. That's a good one. Cause like, if you're not really fucking with Taylor Swift in 2023, I think you're a man. If I'm going to be honest, like, I think you identify as a man if you're not fucking with Taylor. One of, um, my guess, so one of my friends, um, Sarah, she would drive me in high school sometimes. And we would always listen to long live in the car. So every time I think of long live, I always think of high school. Long live is like, just, she made it for the fans. She really did. That song would never get old. I haven't been in high school in over like nine years. And I would be like, so like belting at it. I wish that I could find my iPad, like my iPod Nano from like all my LimeWire days, because I know that somewhere on there is the homophobic version of, of what the fuck is the name of that song? Should have said no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. Okay, we gotta do the tough, the difficult decision of where we're gonna put Xander and our boyfriend pyramid. As you guys know, our scientifically proven boyfriend pyramid at the bottom, ultimate friends with benefits, might tell your friends, might not tell your friends. And we have the wholesome meet the parents, could lead to something more, could not. Then we have white picket fence, the two and a half kids, the red door. And at the top of the top, we have God tier where the God tier men reside. So Sav, where are you putting Xander? I think I'm putting Xander at God tier. I think I'm putting him at white picket fence. That's fair. I know that you don't fuck with the popo. <laughs> well, also not that. It's like, it's also a small town. Mm-hmm. This is really like low key as a small town romance. But you're like a stone's throw from New York City. That's true. That's what I was thinking about. Like you could, you could move. He was willing to move. He just wanted to be with her. Yeah. I think that I'm going to do a white picket fence. Like we'll have a happy life together. But looking at the men that I have in God's here, I just don't think that Xander has a, has a, has a bunk mate. That's true. I mean, you really, you've filled up that house. (laughs) You know, wait a little bit before I add somebody else. I just think that he was God tier. He was in tune with her emotions. He was a good girl king. And he was driving and letting her pick the music. Like, those are really three things that are ranking very high, in my opinion. Yeah. Just don't want to drive. <laughs> no, never. 
and I want to pick the fucking music. Like those are the two things that I require. Um, I'm I'm not allowed to be DJ yet. Oh no! <laughs> Why? My boyfriend does not like Taylor Swift. I know. And one time he let me be DJ, and I think I queued like seven Taylor Swift songs in a row. <laughs> so I lost those privileges for a little bit. I just think men not liking Taylor Swift is giving misogyny. You know what I mean? Like, why do you not like the most popular woman in the world? It's it's a Joe Rogan ass opinion. I don't know. Like, it's just how I feel. Yeah, maybe I get people. Loves my taste in music, and we have evolved one another's taste in music, and that is peak marriage, Bulls. in my opinion. Yeah, we had like a heavy concert week last week, and. I'm supposed to be doing 75 soft or I'm really only supposed to be drinking at social functions, but being hungover and not being able to order McDonald's is really challenging. Like I was really struggling. I become a toast gal, like a piece of toast with some butter and jam. Yes. I am a toast, a sweet toast gal. I do not want savory toast. Yeah. We will not be recording an episode next week i'm starting a new job emily is having finals so it's just going to be a no from us personally and that's okay um but we will record in person the sunday after taylor swift so we will be high on life loving the experience and together we don't know what that book is yet we're not even going to try and figure it out but (laughs) in a week in two weeks you will have an episode no episode the week of the 24th we just have a lot going on yeah I got um finals choke holding me so I'm joining the corporate world and I don't know what that's gonna look like and I don't know what I'm gonna wear <laughs> so that's my current dilemma so um so we don't have an episode next week catch up on some of our older episodes if you are new here leave us a five-star review please And we'll see you next, not next week. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye.